more tornadoes occur in the United Kingdom per square mile than any other country in the world. This is Simple Joe for Saturday, July 31st, 2021. Last day of July, I cannot believe this month has flown by. It's not tornado weather here in here in the Ohio area or in the Midwest of, of the United States. But that is an interesting that is an interesting statistic there. Tornadoes are big here in the Midwest, Ohio. I've seen a tornado myself when I was a little kid. Uh, saw a tornado out, outside of a basement basement window and watched it move across kind of the the valley there or wherever it was that it was moving destroyed a couple little townships uh what was it west of us sailor park and addison that that whole area down there i lived on the west side of cincinnati tragic tragic time it was 1974 when that happened so yeah i know a little bit about tornadoes and i've had a uh interesting infatuation with tornadoes uh, ever since then thunderstorms tornadoes that kind of that kind of thing. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to Simple Joe. I'm Joe. I am so glad that you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad that we are here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Eugene, Oregon. This week's notes from the book I'm reading, The One Thing by Gary Keller, and much, much more. Saw a high today of 75 degrees and a low of 60. Beautiful day most of the day today. Uh, it was overcast. I, I shouldn't say beautiful day most of the day today. Actually, it was overcast most of the day today. It it cleared up towards the end of the day, but spent the day at Kings Island, just uh, me and the beautiful Karen out there hanging out. Didn't ride a single ride, didn't do a single event. All we did was walk around the park and kind of took in the environment, took in the scenery, talked about what was going on, scoped out the water park for the for the grandkids that are coming coming over next week, ate at a little restaurant there and got in about 10,000 steps in the meantime. So that was pretty cool. Walked around the kind of the perimeter of the whole park. That was fun. That was fun. Nice, fun day today. Yeah. Also, after that, discovered a little, a little, uh, little walking park, just about a mile up the road. looks like I can walk and ride my bike there. Uh, didn't even know it was there until just just today didn't know i knew something was there just didn't know it was as big as it as big as it is so there you go again 75 or high low of 60 it was you know i I have to correct myself it was overcast most of the day today it just cleared up towards the end of the day tomorrow we're going to see a beautiful day partly sunny 82 and 59 for your high and low and in cincinnati on monday 79 and 59 uh, for your high and low with partly sunny skies so wow beautiful few days coming up here in cincinnati for my friends in or near Eugene, Oregon, 89 degrees for your high today and low of 60. You saw a beautiful day. Looks like it's pretty clear outside right now. I'm not, let's see, it's three hours, so it's still light there. Yeah, it's still light there in Oregon. So hope you're enjoying your evening there, Eugene, Oregon. Tomorrow, you're going to see a high of 95 and a low of 61. And Monday, it's going to be full-on sunshine, 93 and 59. There in Eugene, Oregon. So enjoy this weekend. I know I'm going to enjoy mine. Thank you so much for listening, Eugene, Oregon. I appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are there. Short birthday list today, 1958. Mark Cuban was born. You know Mark Cuban, the entrepreneur, the guy from um, 
Oh, what's that? Uh, Shark Tank. Guy from Shark Tank. Uh, Dallas, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. 1958 was, he was, Mark Cuban was born today. 1962, Wesley Snipes was born, you know, action adventure hero, Wesley Snipes. He did a, he did a, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was kind of a, he played a vampire and yeah, Chris Christopherson was in the movie with him. He played a vampire. He was like half vampire, half human. So he, he could walk, he could stay like out during the day. And his job was to hunt vampires. I, I can't remember the name of the movie. Daggone it. Mm. I wish the beautiful Karen were here right, right now. She'd, she'd know it right off the top of her head. Anyway, Wesley Snipes was born today in 1962. J.K. Rowling, you know J.K. Rowling. Of course, everybody knows J.K. Rowling. The Harry Potter books, right? Wonderful story. An amazing story from rags. I mean, less than rags. Rags to riches. She was on public assistance when she wrote. Uh, the Harry Potter series and the, or maybe the first Harry Potter and skyrocketed the stardom and wow, fantastic story. J.K. Rowling, born today in 1965. Dean Cain, actor from Lois and Clark, was born today in 1966. Zach Brown, country rock superstar. Zach Brown was born today in 1978. And finally, B.J. Novak, for, he played Ryan in The Office, was born today in 19. 19- 79 today is national avocado day you know i didn't take a liking to avocados until just recently maybe in the past three or four years i had an avocado on a sandwich um at a restaurant up the road here and i said dad just keep it on because i would usually get i don't take the avocado off because i didn't think i liked it i was never a fan of guacamole at all and uh the avocado they left the avocado on the sandwich and i went ahead and ate it and i loved it oh it was just something about it was flavorful and creamy. It just added, added good texture to the sandwich. So I tried a little more here, a little more there. Still never a real fan of guacamole, but I tried some here and there and finally found a, a good guacamole at a friend's party that, that where we were at. And, and still, uh, the jury's kind of out for me in guacamole. I don't have it. I don't have it every time I'll try it. And sometimes it's hit or miss for me. Guacamole is, but put avocado on a sandwich or in a salad or anything like that. And I'm having all of it. I've, I've come to really like avocado. So happy national avocado day. Today's also national raspberry cake day. Never had raspberry cake. I, I bet you it's amazing though. Like raspberries, like cake, like days. So it's all around good thing for me. National raspberry cake day, right? And national mutt day. And go find yourself a good mixed breed dog and, and uh, celebrate national mutt day. You know, it's funny. If you're going to get a dog, get a shelter dog, go to the, go to the SPCA, go to your local dog shelter. Don't go to a, and I I hope I'm not hurting any feelings out here, but you know, there are so many dogs out there that need a home. uh, So many pets that need a home that you can, you can get into a good pet, a good, loyal, wonderful, loving dog for a couple hundred bucks the you take care of the fees at the at the shelter or maybe it's even less than that i don't know but those dogs need home so be think long and hard before you go out to a a breeder and buy a purebred dog and you spend fifteen hundred two thousand five thousand dollars for a dog think twice about that go down to your local pound go down to your local shelter find yourself a good loyal mutt uh, uh, a dog that'll love you and and you can take care of 
Happy National Mutt Day. There's my there's my commentary on on that. You know I've been reading this book, The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller. I really like this book and and uh it's just my second time through, but somehow I feel like I'm getting more out of it. This whole one thing is thing for me is is kind of taking hold and I'm all about minimalism and I'm all about essentialism. Uh you know that already and this one thing just kind of carries carries that message through through for me and and concentrating on one thing at our time. Don't there's no such thing as multitasking. We don't really multitask. Uh find out what's most important and concentrate on that one thing. So these are these are my notes from this past weeks of this past week of reading. Do you really think you can ever get back a child's bedtime story or birthday? Is a party for a five-year-old with imaginary pals the same dinner with a teenager with high school friends? Is an adult attending a young child's soccer game on par with attending a, a soccer game with an adult child? Do you think you can cut a deal with God that time stands still for you, holding off anything important until you're ready to participate again? When you gamble with your time, you may be placing a bet you can't cover. Even if you're sure you can win, be careful that you can live with what you lose. You know, these moments in life that we just let skirt by, that we just let fade away because we're busy doing something else, we can't gamble with that time. Those kids are only going to be young one time. There's only going to be that one first soccer game, that one first goal. There's only going to be that one first dance. And then there's the last one. There's the last goal. There's the last dance. There's the last jump in your arms when you're running, when you come home, don't gamble with your time with the important things. You know, even if you, even if you're pretty sure that you can, you can juggle this and handle it, be careful, be careful that you can live with what you lose. Yeah. To achieve an extraordinary result, you must choose what matters most and give it all the time it demands. This requires getting extremely out of balance in relation to all other work. And he talks a lot about work life balance. And really, there's really no such thing. You can't have complete balance, balance for work, balance in life. If you're going to be, if you're going to be imbalanced anywhere, be imbalanced in your work life. Don't be imbalanced in your personal life. Uh, make sure that make sure you're taking care of the important things in your personal life and keep that equilibrium, keep that balance there. And sometimes in your, in your work life, sometimes in your career life, whatever that might be, you have to come out of balance. You may, you may concentrate, have to concentrate on a big project for a short period of time. And that that's going to throw you way out of balance for all the other things in your job. And that's okay, but be careful, be careful in the whole work life balance, because you want to keep your, you, you want to keep a counterbalance, right? A counterbalance is what he refers it to. And I'm not sure I completely grasped that idea yet. I'll probably have to go back and reread that. But Gary Keller talks about a counterbalance in your life where things are off track. They may be, you may be, you may be, uh, unbalanced, imbalanced over here, but you gotta, you gotta counteract that at some point in your life. You can't, you can't always be out of balance. When you're supposed to be working, work. And when you're supposed to be playing, play. It's a weird tightrope type type you're walking, but it's only when you get your priorities mixed up that things fall apart. And I've always believed in this. 
When it's time to work, work. Work. No shame in that. There's complete honor in working. And there's there's honor in setting aside some personal things in your life uh, to get the work done, right? But when you're going to work, work. But when you're when it's time to play, dude, play. Play. Be unabashed. Let yourself go. Be childlike. Get down on the floor and wrestle and put together a puzzle and color in a coloring book and have a tea party. And if you're, if your part, if your play isn't, if you, if it's not your kids or you don't have kids, whatever you do to play, it's bicycling or golf or whatever. But when you're playing play, man, get, let yourself do it. Let yourself go and into it when it's, when it's time to work, work, when it's time to play, play. And he talks about leading a counter counterbalanced life again here. Start leading a counterbalanced life. Let the things take precedent when they should and get to the rest when you can. An extraordinary life is a counterbalancing act. Act bold. Big thoughts go nowhere without bold action. And that is so true. Uh, just a little commentary, a, a little, just to piggyback on that. Uh, we can talk a big game all we want about what we're going to do and how we're going to do, but without action, and in this case, bold action, your thoughts are going nowhere. Act bold. Big thoughts go nowhere without bold action. Once you've asked a big question, pause to imagine what life looks like with the answer. If you still can't imagine it, go study people who have already achieved it. What are the models, systems, habits, and relationships of other people who have found the answer? As much as we'd like to believe that we're all different, what consistently works for others will almost always work for us. Let's not let that thought get lost. We are always on the, we are always piggybacking on the work of others. We're always piggybacking on what, on the wisdom of others. And you're fooling yourself if you don't take advantage of it. I'm fooling myself if I think I can go at this alone. If I, if I don't need to, if I can, just make it all up on my own and put together a brand new thing. Yeah, that's not how it works. Go study the models and systems and habits and relationships of all, of all the other people who have succeeded before us. The answer is there. If you just dig a, a little bit, the answer is there. And I'm, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of thinking that I just need to kind of do it myself and come up with my own grand idea and my own unique thing. Not necessarily. I may have a unique thing, but the systems and models, those, those are all consistent. And what consistently works for others will almost always work for us. We overthink, overplan, and analyze our careers, our businesses, and our lives. That long hours are neither virtuous nor healthy. Let's say that again. Long hours are neither virtuous nor healthy. And that we usually succeed in spite of most of what we do, not because of it. I discovered that we can't manage time and that the key to success isn't in all the things we do, but in, but in the handful of things we do well. How much time do we spend overthinking a plan, over planning ourselves, over analyzing what we're going to do, spending long hours? trying to figure it out before we do anything and spending long hours trying to figure figure it out, figure out how to do everything, right? That's probably the best way to put it. Spending long hours. It's not virtuous or healthy. It's not good for us. There's no honor in 
working 12 hour days, 14 hours, day, 14 hour days, 16 hour days. There's nothing to brag about there. Sometimes it's necessary. If you're, if you've really got a big project you, you have to do, and you, you, you have learned to counter counterbalance your life. I'm still kind of learning that whole concept. So one of the most empowering moments of my life came when I realized that life is a question and how we live is our answer. How we phrase the questions we ask ourselves determines the answers that eventually become our life. The best question I've heard, and boy, was it appropriate over the past couple of years with the pandemic as life shuffled, as life was turned upside down for many people. The best question that I heard and the question that I, I always ask myself, especially in times of hardship or tragedy, what does this make possible? What does this make possible? What are some good questions we can ask ourselves? Simple questions like, how can it be done? Not why it can't be done. How can it be done? How, how can I make this happen? What do I want to make happen? What's most important to me? Really, in our core, most important to me. And how we phrase the questions we ask ourselves determines the answers that eventually become our life. I'm really loving this book. And, you know, I'm getting more out of it when I come here and talk to you about it. I'll do this every Saturday. This is going to be my Saturday thing, kind of reviewing what I'm reading in a particular book. And for now, it's The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. I really invite you to, to check out this book. You know, the reason I do this show every day is because I love talking to you. You know that already. You know I love coming here every day to talk to you. It's one of my favorite things. But I also do it to become a better podcaster. And you can help me with that by giving me your feedback. Let me know what you think about the show. And I'm just going to leave the statement simple as that. Email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com, or send me a text at 513-399-6468. Again, joe at thesimplejoe.com, or 513-399-6468. Let me know how I'm doing. If you like listening to the show, do me a favor, share it with your friends on social media. I see see you out there sharing it every once in a while, and I certainly appreciate that. But when you share it, use the hashtag SimpleJoeIsMyFriend. I would really appreciate that, so much so that I'll pop in every once in a while and send out a free t-shirt. But if you don't want to wait for me to send you one, you can get your own at thesimplejoe.com slash store. Remember, memories are better than stuff. Make memories important, not stuff. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. And I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.